South Africa! Acknowledge me. Teresa Kakakanzi. Teresa Kanzi. The views expressed on this podcast do not It's time to engage in the airstrike. The Teresa Kanzi airstrike. Welcome to the Tulisa Kanzi Airstrike Podcasting from Cape Town, South Africa, the most beautiful city in the country. And straight into episode 76, playing right now on Amazon Music, Anchor, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. Thank you very much for tuning in. This is what's coming your way today. I'll talk about the rise of BBLs in South Africa. Yanuswalus got granted parole. Mmm, yeah. I've got music from Uma Shonisa. I've got a Bacardi banger. And later on, I'll pizzo with Simone about the elite optimism for South Africa. But first, I get into your elders were dirty. And this week, we are listening to this Manyalaz. Milkshake released in 2003. This is the dirty song your elders used to listen to. If you were born in 2000, then this song could be your parent. This song could be the reason why you were born. This song could be the reason why you were conceived. That is if you were born between the year 2000 and the year 2004, because that's how long the song was a hit in the mainstream. Anyway, let me get into the lyrics. Verse 1. I know you want it. The thing that makes me what the guys go crazy for. They lose their minds. The way I wind, I think it's time. Verse 2. I can see you're on it. You want me to teach the techniques that freaks these boys. It can't be bought. Just know, thieves get caught. Watch if you're smart. 
masie peshia park Mandela bridge city bridge iti bridge oh once you get involved everyone will look this way so you must maintain your charm same time maintain your halo just get the perfect blend plus what you have within then next his eyes are squint then he's picked up your scent chorus la 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 warm it up la 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 the boys are waiting my milkshake brings all the boys to the yard and they like it's better than yours damn right it's better than yours i can teach you but i have to charge okay ke mandi shwanga tele yonke lento di summarize yonke lengoma what is this song about this song is not about a milkshake this song is not about a dairy product this song is not about your favorite milkshake pa a milky way no 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 this has got absolutely nothing to do with vitamin c this all has to do with the manyalas now when you check out the music video of this song you think that ukelis is just advertising her boobs her melons no it's not about her melons right and it's not even about milking the cow no it's not about that it's about the manyalas I've come across a lot of interviews where she says no man listen the song is basically about empowering women to give women confidence and of course it has got a silly spin to it now it's like ah 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 olit ah ah please olit please do not take us for children we are not children i understand what the song is about at first glance you think it's about sex appeal having a sex appeal and ukelis teaching other women to have sex appeal the thing is you can't teach someone to have a sex appeal sex appeal is natural you are born with it it's either you have it or you don't so the next person who has got a sex appeal can't teach the other how to have a sex appeal because sex appeal is natural yandiv yeah So exactly exactly what is the song about? Yes, we have established Guba it is about the manyalas. But let's go deeper into the specific manyalas. Kelis in the song was telling umama kuno anti wako back in 2003 ukuba yena ukelis umnandi. Mm, umnandi. A milkshake yake is a metaphor a metaphor for what a metaphor for how hot her stove is how hot she is in bed that is her milkshake that brings all the boys to her yard and what does she mean by yard there's a lot going on glengom what is her yard her yard is her reproductive system her vagina to put it bluntly that is her yard her milkshake her sexiness her sex appeal yava 
brings all the boys to her yard. There was never a time in human history and existence that men go crazy over a woman's melons, over a woman's boobs. No ways. We don't go crazy over a woman's chest. We don't do that. We just don't. We just look at it. If it's big and 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 nice and hey man and nice and fruity, we just like wow. Oh, those melons are nice, but we don't go crazy over that. What we men go crazy for is that big behind, that nice round onion booty. That's what we go crazy for. And don't try to get into a debate with me and say, but men are different to Lisa. There are men who like boobs and there are men who like the ass. Listen, men like the ass more than they like the boobs. Okay? Let me go to verse 2, Apaglengom, where Kelly says, I can see you're on it. You want me to teach the techniques that freaks these boys. It can't be bought. Just know, thieves get caught. Watch if you're smart. Hence, I said, Ugoba, Lengoma is not about a sex appeal. Ngoba is sex appeal. As Ukeli says, it can't be bought. Okwazi tenga is sex appeal and you can't be taught is sex appeal. And also, Okwazi ukusulelwa is sex appeal. Okwazi tu. And Ukeli says, I can see you're on it. You want me to teach the techniques that freaks these boys. These techniques that she thinks another woman wants to be taught. Guess are techniques. Not in sex appeal. Sex appeal is not a technique. So as techniques are tetangazo, ilanto yokuba mnandi epetin. Ilanto yokuba ne stove esishushu esiku six. That comes with techniques. As a techniques can be taught to the next person. And she's not that type who just lies there and does absolutely no work. No, she has got techniques. That's why these boys go crazy for her milkshake and want to come to her yard. About this song makes a lot of sense. I can't wait to be in a milkshake or if a milky way or can you spur up or wimpy. Are you called This song is about a manial. Mandia Pagui Bridge. Ne? There's something I want to point out to you. Malunga Ne Bridge. Where Ukelis says, Oh, once you get involved, everyone will look this way. So you must maintain your charm. Same time, maintain your halo. Just get the perfect blend plus what you have within. So, Indo Inge, after Ukelis Efundise Omye Usisi is a techniques of bringing all the boys to her yard. Ne? Lowo Ufundisiweyo is a techniques. Of course, you know how guys are. Guys talk and say, Hey, last week, Bendi Bambe, Uamand, 
and yay o amanda umnandi this is him telling his boys like all six or seven of his boys kuyabaliswa pha eh amanda umnandi o umnandi amanda izinto lamntana ebezenza apha kum he umnandi lamntana ndifuna umphinda so ke ngoku u amanda is walking down the streets pagwi neighborhood engingqini ne and as she's doing so everyone is looking her way and ukheli sumcelelo ukuba once to go fundise as techniques everyone will look your way so you must maintain your charm same time maintain your halo ukhelis has got a lot of experience uyayazi ukuba once akise indoda indoda ayizuvala umlomo itye ihlute uh izohamba ibalise kwamajita ena majita abalise amanye amajita next thing the whole neighborhood knows how mnandi you are as a woman so ke ukhelis uwonisha lo omye usisa agqiba umnika itechnique yokuba mnandi ebedini ukuba once utyise i-out fuyazi ukuba everyone will look your way and therefore fukubene composure maintain yourself same time maintain your halo ngoba kusekuthethiwe ngawo kwathiwa ba he umnandi wena amanda nami one day ndihalela ukuva so this song that was listened to by our elders back in the year 2003 is just filthy dirty and it's all about sex ndikucelela ngengoma zazimamelwa ngabazali bakho ke mna It's that time of the year where some people are waiting for their 13th check while others are waiting for their 14th check. Now the 14th check comes from people who owe them money. Yeah, that's what's going on. And look, I'm one of those people who doesn't like lending out money when I have money. If someone asks me for money, I just give them money without expecting them to pay me back. Go by, you know this thing of borrowing people money. 
you end up texting and calling someone non-stop and ask them phone din wibuisa nini maliam and then if it's a friendship the friendship ends if it's a relationship the relationship ends so rather just give away money than lending money to someone koba hey imali does come between two people That's music from Mashonisa Buisa Imali on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. I now move on to what picked my interest in the past week and I'll start with the rise of BBLs in South Africa our land. We have been seeing more and more influencers going under the knife for a BBL and by the way if you do not know what BBL stands for it stands for babalwa. Yeah, it's short for that. Yeah, that's that's a BBL. <laughs> Anyway, jokes aside, it is a Brazilian butt lift and it can cost anywhere between 106,000 rand to 152,000 rand. I don't know where these influencers get their money from. Okay, I think I have an idea. Let me not beat around the bush. Some of them get their monies from paid sponsorships. Some of them get their money from their day jobs and some of them get their money from cryptocurrency. You know, dating wealthy men for money or in exchange for money. That's the reality. So, I don't know the exact numbers of where the majority lies. Anyway, the fact is there's been a rise of BBLs in South Africa. And I was looking at the stats And I saw Guba, hey, plastic surgeons in GP are making a killing. Those people are becoming millionaires due to the rise in the BBL market in this country. There are a lot of surgeons in GP and the province with the least surgeons is the Northern Cape, Pa e Kimberley. Kimberley only has one plastic surgeon. Out of the whole city, there's only one. Out of the whole province, Koko won. So clearly, there isn't really a demand for plastic surgery in Kimberley. But yeah, anyway, GP doctors, plastic surgeons are just making a killing. They are becoming wealthier and wealthier due to the high demand of BBLs in this country. Now here's the thing. I saw Oguba. If a plastic surgeon is not part of a grouping. Yeah, association of doctors. Then that is a dodgy plastic surgeon. Koba here in South Africa, we have the Association of Plastic Reconstructive and Aesthetic Surgeons of South Africa, and it was formed in 1956. So, if a plastic surgeon is not part of that association, then you must know Ukuba, you must not even go to that plastic surgeon for a BBL. Koba, hey that plastic surgeon is probably a quack and you must be careful of quacks already here in south africa we've got a lot of quacks in the medical field by means the ones you see their advertisements in street polls for your abortions and so on those are quacks must be careful lendo your ppls man is quite fascinating for me as an african man ngoba Here in this country, our black women are very curvaceous. Mm, beautiful bodies, not all of them. You'll find those who are very unfortunate, Shem. Pretty face, but the body is just not hitting the right spots. 
There's no curves. I hips are zico. The 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 bum is flat. Hey man, kubi akapaka anga u like umbachile body wise, but the face is just ten out of ten. There are those sham who are very unfortunate. Got the majority of women in South Africa, babagil. They've got nice bodies, very curvaceous, voluptuous. But right, man, more especially pa kula province ekto i KZN. KZN women, hey, I don't know how they got their bodies, but most of their bodies are just flipping amazing. Even if the face is like a zero out of ten, but the bodies are just flipping amazing. And I was trying to understand why is this so. That one one day when I was in KZN a couple of years back, Ukuba, when you look at the landscape of KZN, it is very undulating. There are a lot of inclines and declines in KZN. A lot of hills and downhills Yonkelondo. You go to the township, it's the same thing. People from a very young age, they when they walk, they have to walk on a lot of inclines and think about it scientifically after years and years of walking up inclines your body will form the right muscles and glutes in the right places go by exercise into yokuhamba pakwi inclines that's how i understood why a lot of women in kzn have got banging bodies go by from day one since birth It is an exercise by KZN. It really is. So, these are the women who are very unfortunate here in South Africa, especially black women, who do not have a curvaceous body. They should really relocate to KZN and stay there for a minimum 10 years. And while they are there, they need to do a lot of walking. But that walking will build muscles for the right places in their body and glutes in the right places and that's how gengoku that curvaceous body will get formed moving right along we are in the week of twitter's amnesty last week elon musk announced that the social media platform will grant amnesty to thousands of suspended accounts provided they have not broken the law or engaged in egregious spam I wish my account, my old account, can be granted amnesty in Goba. Hey, I lost 14,000 followers on that account. I had 14,000. Now my new account has got like 25 followers. She's very terrible. Anyway, this amnesty was granted after Elon Musk conducted a poll asking Twitter's users if suspended accounts should be brought back and 72% of responded said yay i really really hoping aboya account am endala you now there's been a lot of backlash ever since the accounts of controversial figures returned on twitter with many democrat aligned public figures deactivating their twitter accounts in protest as if twitter is gonna die a slow death goba twitter cannot live without these democrat aligned social media public figures into that really caught my eye ngayo yongelendo is apparently there are rumors apple and google play might remove twitter from their app stores 
Elon Musk saw this and he responded to someone on Twitter and said, it would be unfortunate if the whole thing would happen. But if push comes to shove, he would then have to build his own smartphone in order for Twitter to have a platform. So I just wish it doesn't go there. Anyway, the reason why I'm telling you about this is because, look, I just want my old account back. Goba, till this day, I don't know why my account was permanently suspended on Twitter. Twitter's moderation team just started suspending my account. Ever since I tweeted something about Donald Trump, if you haven't heard this before, there was a time last year I tweeted about Donald Trump and I was not even tweeting something positive on the previous president. It was something silly. And then after that, I don't know if they thought my account was a bot. After that, I was asked to verify my account. I did that. And then after verification, hey, it said my account has been temporarily suspended. The comba why? Katwa, it violated Twitter standards. So they dispute And till this day, Twitter didn't give me a response to my dispute. Then after a while, I think two weeks passed and my Twitter account was permanently suspended. All for writing something that was probably deemed as flattery towards Donald Trump. And you understand? So I just wish my old account can be returned. I lost 14,000 followers on that account. This new account of mine is struggling. Oh, I am struggling, struggling. 25 followers. It is struggling. And those 25 people are busy. They don't have time to be always on Twitter and so on. Tifuna abaya be 14,000 because at least 35% of them are always on social media. Goba, they've got nothing to do. So, okay, please, Elon Musk, mtase. Ngumtase manu ngumtako etu. Ngwala hapa fundine, South Africa, Pretoria fundine. If you would look kui family tree yako wena Elon Musk, kui bloodline yako, you'd actually find out that somewhere along the line you were Kosa and Unguchawe. So please, man, kabuisela old account yampagu Twitter fundine. I lost 14,000 followers. Right, now let me move on to something very, very serious. It happened last week. Chris Hani's killer, Janus Wallus, was granted parole by the Constitutional Court to the dismay of many South Africans and organizations like the SACP. On the 10th of April, 1993, Janus Wallus shot and killed Chris Hani in cold blood outside his Boxburg home. For many years, South Africans have been demanding Uyanus Wallus, this murderer, to tell the nation who ordered him to assassinate Ukris Hani. Because this question hasn't been answered since Hani's death, there's been a lot of speculation that top leaders of the ANC, Capital, the apartheid government, knew of Chris Hani's planned assassination. And I am one of those people. I honestly believe Ukuba, top leaders of the ANC, capital, and the apartheid government, knew Ukuba, Ukris Hani had to be taken out. Ukuba, Chris Hani was highly influential. He was well-spoken. 
and he had a massive following as the SACP leader. That guy was eloquent, bruh. I used to watch his old interviews and he was so well-spoken. He was very honest. He didn't buy any skelem. He told it like it is. Something that we're lacking in South Africa's political discourse at the moment. There was an interview where he was saying but he couldn't understand that when he came back from exile and he saw that some of the comrades were getting houses, freestanding homes in suburban areas. Koto Ababant were freedom fighters. Most of them were in exile. Where did they get the money to all of a sudden buy their own homes in suburban areas? Only to find out that the capital elite back in the days, mainly the main culprit is the Anglo-American corporation, has been buying homes for top leaders within the ANC. That is what was happening back in the days and Chris Hani was speaking out against such moves. So I mean, a person like that had to be taken out. He had to. And another thing Uhani was steadfast on was that the land needs to be returned to the rightful owners in this country, i.e. black people, Khoisans, etc. The land had to return to them. So this is a man who was in exile, who was in war. He was the actual freedom fighter because he had a gun. He used to shoot the apartheid enemy there in exile. Not these other charlatans who tell you that they are freedom fighters. They fought against Ntonton. They're talking cuck. But Chris Honey did. So while he was busy fighting and being a freedom fighter, others were having negotiations with the Anglo-American Corporation, PA in Zambia. Hence, Kengoku, come pre-democracy, these guys were getting free homes from white corporations. Kobagaloku, what they were busy negotiating from 1985 up until 1990, was coming into fruition. And these homes that they were bought, they were kickbacks, to be honest. Chris Hani was speaking up against these things that were happening. So now, you can't have a guy who's talking about the land must be returned to the rightful owners and he's also speaking out against his comrades who are involved in nasty dealings with the former oppressors. Lomtu uzo imosha mosyonke lendo yet democracy post-1994. Koba, what's agreed on, he is going against all of that. And he was also against the, the negotiations that were happening in 1992, 1990 and 92. He was against that whole crap and the sunset closes, etc. So a guy like that had to be taken out. Whether or not Nelson Mandela knew Ukuba Krishani was going to be taken out as he has, maybe he didn't. But others, oh, bro, they definitely knew Ukuba, hey, this one is going to be taken out because this was Moshela song. We all have to eat. This thing of wanting to eat did not start after 1994. It started before 1994. So going back to the parole of Yanus Walus, I am not against it. 
I'm really not. Yeah, the dude served his time, Yonke Londo, and the reason why I am really not against it is because, you know, sometimes you must be a critical thinker in that some things are made to happen because they want to stoke some fires. You understand? Let's not be quick by getting angry by this guy's parole and it being granted by someone right now who is not a favorite in the country, Uchaj Zondo. He's not a favorite right now in some circles or in some corners of the country. They don't like him. So these are just one of those things I deem to be a catalyst to try and and make the black population angry in this country to a point where we now want to start some kind of a war. We are, we are baying for blood and so on. It's just one of those things where, look, let's just all be composed about Janus Wallace's parole being granted. Let's be composed. Let things be the way they are. And let's not be aggressive in our reaction to the news of Janusz Walus being granted parole. Let's relax. Composure. Calma. Tranquilo. Are you about to host a party at a club, chisanyama, or restaurant, and you want to DJ with mad skills? Well, book Tulisa Kanzi for a lit DJ performance and hear something like this. Email tulisa.kanzi at gmail.com and let's get the party started. Oh yes indeed, we're getting the party started right here on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. Sangena Sangena Kwipakari Banger of the week. Abadi boom badi boom badi boom badi boom badi boom badi boom 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 ba. Abadi Lalagayon. 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 Lala. Stan B, robbery gone wrong. This is my Bacardi banger of the week. The seventh entry on the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. Enjoy! 012. Any man Stan B. A fan of the camera. It's your voice, Virala. That's why Everything was going well and then I choose them by Zisa. It's a robbery gone wrong. 
Sounds of Pretoria, Bakari Tsako Pitori, Stan B, Robbery Gone Wrong, produced by Anyman the Guitar, who is a very prolific Bacardi producer. I love these songs, man. That's my Bacardi banger of the week. All hail for the Lord Commander of Complaints. No, the North Africans, they are always bullying everybody. Always. They bully referees, they bully everybody. They don't want to lose. They are going to lose tonight. We beat them fair and square. Do we want to justify how many times Kerchis win with the, with the referee's mistake? The Baroka player disrespected Madisha, which was not good. And most especially is the players who are on the bench who are sitting there. They're disrespecting somebody who's playing whilst they are sitting in the cold there in the stands. So, what are you being so emoting about? I get really annoyed when a member of South Africa's elite class focuses a optimistic future for our country. Reason being is they are usually out of touch and are speaking from comfort. At the Daily Mavericks The Gathering event, Imtiaz Suleiman, the founder of Gift of the Givers, said South Africa isn't falling apart. Yes, there are challenges, but the country isn't falling apart. 
I'm sorry, sir. I love the work you've been doing. Selflessly serving the needy in this country. Kodwa. Try telling the middle and working class plus poor people that South Africa isn't falling apart and see if they'll agree with you. The groupings I've just mentioned are living like peasants in their own country, myself included. It's not a nice feeling for them to realize that their future isn't in their hands and the country has been on a decline for over 12 years. The elite must just stay away from forecasting South Africa's future. I don't want to hear about their optimism for this country. These type of people, the elites, they are not affected by the rising cost of food and fuel in this country. If the Daily Mavericks, the gathering event, had at least one member of the middle class, the working class and the poor class in that event as one of the panelists, they would have painted a different picture. Goba, here's how things are. The people in these groupings, when they go to a grocery store to buy bread, 5 kgs of maize meal, a braai pack, chicken or lamb, when they get to the till and they see that, damn, all of these items that I have bought, they are over my set budget. So what they'll do is they'll have to sacrifice. One or two must go in order to not break their own budget. Now, this doesn't apply to the elite. To the elite, if this happens where they are over their budget for buying necessities, they'll just pay. Go, but they can. They can afford to pay. It's not the case for the working and poor class and also the middle class in this country. Whom, by the way, the middle class is in deep debt. The middle class has been in deep debt for over five years. It is the most indebted grouping in this country. And one day, that debt bubble in the middle class will burst. And once it does, shit will hit the fan in this country. I really don't like it when the elite paint a very positive future for this country. It is positive for them and not the majority of people in this country. It is bad out there. It is really, really bad. People they are always stressed about food, transportation and how to just basically live in this country. And I don't appreciate it when members of the elite class paint a positive picture regarding the future of this country. They have got access to a lot of things, financial things most importantly, that people in the middle, working class and poor class of this country would dream for. That's why the elite is very optimistic about this country. There's nothing to be optimistic about. Yes, he's right about one thing. Ugoba, the country is not falling apart. Goba, the country fell apart a long time ago. Good bad in South Africa, our land. It is really, really bad. And with that being said, this brings me to the end of episode 76 of the Tulisa Kanzi airstrike. Back once again next week for episode 77. Remember, as always, you should never ever lose the child in you. 
in whatever you do, never lose that child in you. Adios amigos and bonita damas. Can, can, can the airstrike.